This is Sarah Weymouth, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about everything for you to live your best life. And we have a little fun too, from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest, best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is The Line Podcast. Hello, this is a fun little pop culture episode. I want to, it sounds so random, but I want to talk basketball, NBA, Michael Jordan, as well as Ted Lasso. I... I mean, well, the NBA championships are going on the finals right now. So I guess it's not like completely random. I think most people, not to be like sexist, but it's like, why is she talking sports? Um, A few reasons. One, let me start with Ted Lasso and get that out of the way. Good show. If you haven't seen it, you must see it. It's on Apple TV. You will fall in love with every single character on that show which i think is rare typically there's like one character you like or three like it was i I would almost compare it to like friends right like friends we loved all the characters it's kind of like that like you just fall in love with all these characters you get to follow their story um they just wrapped up season three which is their final season it's a show that's like a feel good, motivational. It is a sports show. It's about soccer in England, which at first threw me off because I was like, I don't like soccer. Why would I want to watch this? But we had friends that were like, you have to see it. It's so good. And I was like, all right. I mean, I like the actors, actresses in it. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And it's not really. I mean, it is about the sport, but it's not about the sport. And it's not about winning or losing. It's about just the journey and the growth. And yeah, you just, you finish watching the show and it's like happiness, you know? And I am notorious for wanting to just watch happy stuff. Like I don't watch scary movies at all. I don't really like suspenseful action movies that much. Once in a while, I will watch one, but it's not my jam. I'm basically all about like comedies, romantic comedies, feel good, motivational stuff. And that's pretty much it. Like, I think life is hard enough. I don't want to like watch a sad movie or a show. I just don't get it. And I don't know what that says about me. Or, or what it says about everyone else, I should say, that feels the other way around. <laughs> but I think we need more like happy and uplifting and funny and all that. So th- that's that's Ted Lasso. That That is it. Um, soccer, eh, I don't think soccer is very exciting, but it is. it was interesting kind of like learning a little bit about the soccer stuff and how the leagues work in England and a little bit of that stuff too. But add that to your list. That just wrapped up last week. So I wanted to just give like a shout out to how good that show was. And um, you know, it's funny. I'm not even sad it's over because it was just like 
they wrapped it up so nicely and you just have to see it. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But what I really wanted to talk about is basketball, NBA, Michael Jordan, my little guy who's almost seven, Rush, he is obsessed with basketball right now. And guys, when I say obsessed, I mean he's studying the NBA like he's going to be taking the bar exam on it. It is something I've never seen before. He's my youngest of three. Never have I seen any any child do this. This kid will watch like YouTube videos on like the history of basketball, on all of the players. Like he knows basketball players that played in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 70s. Like he knows when they were born, when the, some of them have died. Like it is wild. And then he will go out. We've got like a little half court kind of basketball pad and he will go out there and literally shoot and dribble for two, three, sometimes four hours by himself. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my kids usually like to play with each other or they like to have mommy and daddy play with them. Once in a while, they like to play by themselves, but that's usually like in their room, like tinkering with their own stuff. Rarely will a child of mine go outside alone for that long. And he has been so focused. And I got him some basketball books and he will like study these books. And it's like basketball legends or we'll go to the library and he will get like the Spurs book or Miami Heat book. And it's like specific to a certain team and he'll like study the team. And it's, oh my gosh, you guys, like insane. And the other day I go to him, I go, I was saying to him, I'm like, you know, practice makes perfect. Like you're, you're working really hard. Like way to go, bud. And he looks at me without skipping a beat, you guys. And he goes, practice makes better. (laughs) And I was like, oh snap, he's right. There's no such thing as perfect. But I think he's definitely like fed into, I think really like this legacy and the passion of like Michael Jordan and what he stood for. And he's like the best basketball player ever. And through all of this, I've noticed that there's like this huge debate over is Michael Jackson the best basketball player ever or is it LeBron James? Or I've even heard people say like Kobe or other people, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, you know, that sort of thing back in the day. I find, first of all, I find the discussion interesting in and of itself because I'm like, okay, so... If someone is better than Michael Jordan, how so? Like, show me the proof, right? I I saw recently that scientifically they took all of the stats. Every stat that you can get in basketball, they took all of them, added them up, and then ranked the players. And so, like, everything. Like, shooting in a game, um, rebounds, free throw, like, everything. And Michael Jordan number one, which is not surprising, but like solidifies him as the best in my opinion. And then number two, shockingly, is Tim Duncan. Now, I was a huge Spurs fan back in the day when it was Tim Duncan, um, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, and then of course their coach, 
just completely epic. Popovich, I think he's the best coach to come through the NBA at all, period. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a Tim Duncan fan because I was a Spurs fan during that era. But most people don't talk about Tim Duncan, right? Everyone talks about Magic Johnson, Kobe, um, Larry Bird, uh, Will Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Curry, blah, 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 right? Shaq, like whatever. We've got like the main names like we hear a lot, whether it was back in the day or today, right? Tim Duncan is usually not talked about. I think part of the reason is that his position, he, he plays, you know, a forward, but I think he was a very like not showy, not flashy, not in your face, very kind of modest basketball player. And that's rare. I mean, you've got LeBron James. It's like he calls himself the king. I think Michael Jordan, I think he's like somewhat humble. But at the same time, like he knows he's the best and it shows. You know what I mean? Like he'll definitely make jokes about how he's better than LeBron James or whatever. I think everyone kind of like, you know, I think like Curry makes a good shot and he's like applauding himself, you know, like Tim Duncan never did that. He was very much like a team player. He was very well-spoken, very well-spoken. You could tell he's like well-educated and calm, a leader, all of the things that you want in a player on your team but you don't usually get, especially in the NBA. I think that was part of it. But yeah, so I think it's interesting. I'm I'm very proud that he's number two. And I was, you know, a big Spurs fan back then. By the way, that era of basketball, me and my husband were talking about this, I think is the best era of basketball. When it was the Spurs were really good. You know, you had like Steve Nash playing. The, you know, Dallas team was good. You had, what, what, what's that huge guy that was on Houston, uh, Yao Ming? Uh, it just, it was kind of like an epic era where you had like Kobe playing on the Lakers. Like, I felt like basketball was exciting. The teams were exciting. The players were exciting. It was interesting. I don't know. It might also be because I haven't really been into basketball the last couple of years. I feel like that era ended and you know, what I knew as my team, the Spurs fell apart, you know, not fell apart. They got old and retired, let's be honest. But, you know, it kind of took the fun out of it where I was like, Ugh, okay, I'm over it now. Um, I also think basketball has changed. If you look at the era of Michael Jordan, it was very physical. They didn't call a lot of things. The people would get like in fist fights, like it was wild. And then you look at today's basketball, they blow the whistle for everything. Everything's a foul. Everything's a whistle. Everything's like stops the game, stops the game. I do think that they need to kind of reel it back and go into kind of this in between those two. Like I don't want complete fist fights and craziness and like people get hurt, but it is a physical sport. And like let these men play. Like we don't need a whistle blown every five seconds to like slow the game. And you know, it just, it makes it a little kind of ugh. Right. So I think that's part of it. Um, obviously, right now I'm a Warriors fan. I'm from the Bay Area. I, you know, went to Warriors games my whole life. And who doesn't like Curry and the other guys on the team? But yeah, I just, it's just not the same. 
It's just not the same as that era. And I was too young to really be a part of the Michael Jordan era. You know, that was in the 90s and even in the 80s a little bit. And I was born, I mean, I was born in 86. Like I was a kid through the 90s. So I just, I don't, I wasn't really watching basketball. I wasn't really a part of it. But I did watch the docu-series on Netflix on Michael Jordan, the Bulls and the players and the coach and all that. Um, I think it's called The Last Dance, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like I'm like saying it wrong. <laughs> Last Shot? It's something like that. It's on Netflix. And it was very interesting. I loved hearing his story and hearing, you know, his teammates' stories. Um, one other thing I think that's a great point in him being the best basketball player ever and holding that title to this day um, Scotty Pippen actually said this, which was one of his main players on the Bulls, if you don't know. Uh, he probably wouldn't have won all these championships without having Scotty Pippen as his like right-hand man. Like it's That's kind of who he was. But he was in an interview, and they said, well, why, why Michael Jordan over LeBron James? And he said, well, Michael Jordan, you know he's the best because everyone else says he's the best. His teammates, the league, people that competed against him, people that play today, people that used to play, coaches, everyone calls him the best. He doesn't call himself the best. And I was like, oh, that's a really good point. I mean, obviously, I think on some level, he's obviously cocky and like knows he's great. But I do think it speaks volumes when people that competed against you are still to this day calling you the best basketball player. That, I think, is kind of like even more important than the stats, even though if you look at the stats as we, you know, we just talked about, he still is number one. The other thing I thought that was really interesting is that Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team sophomore year. He was devastated. His mom convinced him to just, you know, keep practicing, keep keep hustling. You're just going to get better. If you really want this, you're going to have to work hard. But I just think about, like, I have three boys. They all play sports. All three of them play basketball as well as other sports. And it's just so competitive. I don't know if it's like that everywhere or if it's where we live. Our middle school and our high school are known for their sports. Like, it's definitely a thing. And my seventh grader this last year tried out for basketball it like and basketball's not like his main thing. His main thing is more like soccer, but he likes basketball. So like go try out. It'll be fun. You can make friends. He goes. And you guys, there was over a hundred kids in seventh grade that tried out for the seventh grade team. And they only took 10 boys. And he didn't make the cut. Well, one, I mean, he's not like a super competitive basketball player. He plays more for fun. And some of these kids play like travel leagues and all that. Two, some of these kids are huge, like over six foot and they're in seventh grade. It's like, what is going on? Like, what are you feeding your kids? Um, Also, my oldest is young for his grade. We, looking back, we should have probably just held him back, which is what everyone does now. And we didn't. So that's also part of it. But I just find it interesting that it's like they only take 10 and then 
how many kids like don't make the team in seventh grade and they're like, oh, I suck. Like, forget it. I'm not going to play. Like, so sad, right? So we watched a couple of episodes of that docu-series with the kids. I've already seen all of it, but like re-watched it with the kids a little bit. There's a couple of parts that like I fast forward through. Like at the beginning, there was some references to like drugs and girls. Basically, when Michael made the team, the Bulls, it was like one of the first away games. And there was like, you know, a lot of the teammates were like doing drugs and hanging out with girls and drinking. And Michael basically like walked in, was like, I can't be a part of this, and like walked out. Like it basically like showing his dedication to the sport and how hard he was working and how passionate he was for the sport and not the partying lifestyle or the fame that comes with it. But like scenes like, but like parts of that, I would like fast forward because I'm like, I don't, my kids don't need to know about that. Um, but we watched a little bit of it. And I when they said the part that Michael got cut from sophomore year high school basketball team and then went on to become the greatest basketball player in the world, I looked at my kids and I said, guys, did you hear that? Like, it doesn't matter. If you don't make a team, that's okay. You keep working hard and you make it next time. Or you play in a different team. You play in a different league. If you really love something, you just keep going. And the reason Michael Jordan became the best basketball player is not his talent, is not his height, it's not the family he came from. It's his passion, his dedication, and his consistency. He practiced all the time. He was so passionate, so competitive. He wanted to win. And I just thought it was like such a good lesson for anyone but especially for my boys and like their ages. I mean, we've got almost seven. And then my middle one is eight, going to be nine in September. And then my oldest is almost 13. And I'm like, they're in it. Like they're in this space where they're playing sports. They might get cut. They might not make a team. They might not be the best. Um, my middle one plays his, I think more his main sport is baseball, even though he also plays basketball and he's really tall. <laughs> so I'm like, basketball should be your thing. But he's really into baseball and he's been playing first base the last couple seasons. But next year he levels up into the 10U league. And I'm worried. I'm worried that there's going to be older, bigger kids and they maybe have better skills and he's not going to be playing first or second or third. Or pitcher. Like, I don't know, right? He might just be outfield, which, you know, if you don't know the sport, it's more boring, less action. The, you put the good players on the bases and infield. So, you know, I think about this kind of stuff and I'm like, I don't want him to get discouraged if he gets on a team and doesn't play first base. Like, that doesn't mean anything. You're eight going on nine, playing in a 10U league. You know, it's like, let's calm down a little. Um, but it's hard, you know? I mean, we all, we're all hard on ourselves. I mean, we think back to when we played sports or, or anything. Like, let's say you go for a job and you interview and you get to the last stage and you don't get the position. There is a lot of like, why not me? What was missing? you know, maybe this isn't the right move for me. Maybe I should be doing something else. A lot of that kind of negative, not negative talk, but like discouraging talk to yourself. So yeah, I mean, I, I hope my kids can 
definitely look at someone like Michael Jordan and be like, well, you know, he didn't, he got cut and look at him. He became the best in the world. Not even that he like made the professional team and went to the NBA. Like he literally went from getting cut to the best. How many people make their high school team and then do nothing with it? You know, it's like, it's, it's an interesting thing to hold on to. And I I hope my kids will remember that, but we're going to see, I'm going to see how this obsession plays out. We're having a full-on basketball party for his birthday in a couple weeks, and his cake is going to have some of his favorite players. It's going to have Curry, obviously Michael Jordan. It's going to have um, Will Chamberlain, um, Colby, Tim Duncan. Uh, I think he had someone else on there. It's so funny because even some of these players, I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> but you know we're we're learning alongside with him, which is kind of hilarious. But yeah, so n- right now the the playoffs is um, the Nuggets in Denver and then Miami Heat. I really don't care who wins, honestly. I think I'm a little bit cheering for Denver just because I don't think they've ever won a title. So I'm like, all right, let them have a win. Um, I'm not a big fan of Miami from like back in the day when they had certain players on there I wasn't a big fan of. But, you know, I don't think, I think for the most part, like anyone I know like doesn't really care who wins from those two teams. So it's not a very exciting series. Um, but of course, my little one is obsessed and wants to watch all the games and wants to rewatch the games and analyze the plays. It's like, it's a whole thing, you guys. It's, it's pretty cute actually. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we can all put the debate of who's the best basketball player to rest. It's, it's Michael Jordan. I mean, I don't know. I don't even think LeBron is that exciting. Oh, the other thing I was going to say that I think really makes Michael Jordan the best is he like really performed. Like he would do like crazy dunks and he was like super into like just putting on a show. Like not only was he a good basketball player, but it was like a performance out there. And when you watch his, like the obviously the clips and stuff, it's going to be like the best of the best. But, you know, even they showed like in the docuseries, like a game that he was not feeling well or, or wasn't doing well. And, um, he still just looks, it's just like amazing. The show he puts on, um, there was a really funny one where they were like, I forget who they were playing, but they weren't, Michael wasn't playing well. And the other team, the bench was like saying things to him like, Oh, like what's up, Michael Jordan? Like, you're not doing it. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, where's it at? And then he came back out and did something crazy, like 22, you know, points in a certain amount of minutes or something, something wild. And then he looks at the bench and he's like, yeah, sit down, bitch, or something. Like, it has, like, a definitely a bad word in there. But it was just like, that's what makes you the best, you know? It's like some people would get angry and, like, talk shit back. Like, he was silent, made all those baskets, and then said his piece and was like, that's what I thought. Sit down, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's cool. Um, definitely, I think me and my husband are into basketball more than any other major league sport. I think it's the most interesting and the most athletic of all of them. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. 
So we'll see. I'm going to see where this obsession goes. I would love to hear if if you don't think Michael is the best. I want to hear why. I, I do think it's an interesting debate still. Um, but yeah, I think we've, we've all made our case. It's, it's over. I'm sorry, LeBron James. 